Gracious Father and Lord, we know that you are in this place. You are in this place, Abba Father. You are in this place, Lord Jesus. You are in this place, Holy Spirit, because your word is true. That says that where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst. Even as we've gathered to call upon your name. Even as we've gathered to seek thy face. Even as we have gathered to listen to your word. Lord, this afternoon, we lift our voices to you. We lift our voices to you regarding the circumstances that we are faced with at a personal level, at a family level, at the church level, but at the nation level. Lord, we continue to bless you for the leadership of your church. We bless you, O oh God, for the Archbishop. The most reverend Dr. Stephen Samuel Kaziba Mugalu. We thank you that even this week he celebrated another year of your faithfulness. We thank you, O oh God, and seek thee, O oh God, that you grant him with the wisdom to lead your church in Uganda. We thank you, O oh God, that even is our bishop. Even as we pray this afternoon, we know that he's here. On this hill, we pray, Abba Father, that you will shower him with a blessing. Even the team that he serves with. Remember, Mama, Lord, will you minister to her and the ministry that you have given unto her. To mother this church as she supports her husband. Lord, we continue to lift up even the assistant bishop. Bishop Huntington and Mama Millie. And the entire family, Lord, will you minister to them? As we are gathered, O oh Lord, this week for this men's, this fourth men's prayer conference, we know that the burden that you have placed on their hearts for the boy child, for the men, Lord, will you move in this diocese? Will such kinds of gatherings, of ministries, be birthed in other parishes, in other dioceses? In this church, in this province, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly above that which we can think, imagine, or ask for. Lord, we remember dear Provost and the burden that you placed on her heart. We lift up even the family, we lift up in her husband. Thanking you, O oh God, that you carried him through that valley of the shadow of death. Thank you even for our family. Thank you for even assistant provost and his wife and family. We lift up entire clergy team in the name of Jesus. Even as they retreat this day, we pray that you minister to them, Abba Father. Lord, we pray that the leaders, our clergy team, oh God, you bring them to be of one mind, even as they shepherd your church. In the name of Jesus, we thank you even for the leadership, the lay leadership, the council, the various ministers. At, oh God, whether it is in the home cells, the marriage fellowships, whether it is in the youth fellowships, at the universities, best setters, 
whether it is the young overcomers, Lord, we pray this afternoon. Lift up your voice, O ye saints, and lift up the leadership of all saints. Lift up the church leadership. That Lord, will you cause them to have a vision, to hear, to inquire, and hear from God, especially in this season. In the name of Jesus. As the church is, so will the nation be. As the family is, so will the church be. Lift up your voice this afternoon. We are gathered to call upon the name of the Lord. We are gathered to call upon the name of the Lord. The name of Jesus. Lord, we'll surrender them to you. Lord, we ask that you forgive them. Oh, where they have made the wrong decisions. Forgive us where we have not yielded where we have not supported their leadership. Forgive us as parishioners in the name of Jesus. Forgive us where we have made the leadership a difficult one, a daunting task instead of one that they would enjoy. Oh God, we turn to you this afternoon, giving you thanks, you the God that pursues us, you God the pursuer, you're pursuing after our hearts. You're pursuing after us. You are realigning destinies this week. You are pouring out your spirit afresh this week. You have given confirmation upon confirmation. You have, you have shed out your word upon us in this week in the name of Jesus. Lord, we plead with thee that we shall not only be hearers of your word, but we shall be doers of your word. That we shall not deceive ourselves. Friends, let's continue to pray even for the remaining days of the conference. Let's lift up our main speaker, Papa Archbishop Henry Lukorombi. Yes, former Archbishop. Let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to preserve his life. In the name of Jesus, as he said it here on this pulpit, that yes, there has been divine acceleration upon divine acceleration, but now his prayer is that the Lord will take the day slower as he's in retirement. Lord, we pray a constant open heavens over your servants in the name of Jesus. He has fathered many of us. Oh, Lord, we speak your blessing, your blessing from thy throne room. Oh, God, let, let every need of his shall be met. Yes, you lift up even Mama Fabi. That, Lord, you minister to her body that has not been strong this week. In the name of Jesus, minister to her. Oh, King of kings and Lord of lords, minister to the entire family, the children, the grandchildren, the team that the Papa serves with. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost that this afternoon you cause a stirring in their hearts you cause a stirring in their spirits in the name of Jesus you minister to them oh God Minister to them, Abba Father, that Lord, even as you continue in ministry here, that Lord, there will be an outpouring of your Holy Ghost even the more. Yes, there will be utterance. There will be favor. There will be impartation in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for your servants that are ministering this evening. We lift up Father Hilary in the name of Jesus. We lift up Pastor Michael Chase in the name of Jesus. We lift up Samba Kutana in the name of Jesus. We lift up Reverend Khan on Alfred Quetisa in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak and declare that let your word come forth with power this evening in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your word come forth. 
Let your word come forth. Let lives be transformed. Even tomorrow, lift up your servant, Reverend Dr. Bentum here, as you'll be ministering alongside Papa. In the name of Jesus. Lord, give thank you for you have given unto him an instructed tongue. Oh, in the name of Jesus, a word in season, how good it is. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, sweet Jesus. We give you thanks, O Lord. We bless your holy name, O God. Because it is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. We'll have our seats. Let's appreciate the Lord so much for this afternoon that he's granted unto us. Let's appreciate the Lord for this afternoon that he has granted unto us as a gift. Hallelujah. And we appreciate, thank you very much, the worship team for ministering to us. Let's appreciate the team led by Peter. Thank you. It's a joyful day. It's a joyful afternoon. The Lord is speaking in leaps and bounds. If you have missed any message, any sharing, please check out the YouTube channel of, of the cathedral. And also recordings are being shared on, uh, on WhatsApp. In case you didn't get any, reach out to any of us. We'll be able to uh, pass on that recording to you. Praise the name of the Lord. God works in mysterious ways. Uh, I woke up, I didn't know that I would be here, but the Lord laid it that it is I that will be sharing this lunch hour. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Released from a carnal mind is our focus this afternoon. Romans chapter 8, verse 7, and we'll get there. Released from a carnal mind. The Lord this morning gave me a word for men. And... Uh, Little, well, that's around the same time we, we were getting someone to take on this slot. And I will share the word as we wind up and we pray through the word. But I must say that this, in this season, we can't stay seated. Amen. Amen. In this season, we have to rise up. We have to step up. We have to take position, and we have to take possession. Amen. Amen. When we talk about released, I'd like to welcome us, ladies and gentlemen, to this lunch hour. Thank you for coming. This is the fourth men's prayer conference running. Uh, these t-shirts are available. You order with cash. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Released from a carnal mind. When you talk about being released, you're talking about being set free. Something has held you back. Something has gripped you. Something has bound you. Something has chained you. So released is basically unbinding, being unbound, unchained, being set free. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. When we talk about carnal, we're talking about of the flesh. Something that is physical or physically oriented. Something that is unspiritual. Of unspiritual. But carnality, which is picked from the word carnal, is the state of exhibiting the works 
of the flesh. The state of exhibiting, of manifesting, of doing the works of the flesh. We know clearly, I believe that we know from texts that the, work, the flesh and the spirit are at war. They work contrary. But let's read a text maybe just before I get to that, Romans 8. You could be getting there. A carnal person or a carnal Christian is one that has a carnal mind. And this makes such a person live according to the lustful desires of the flesh. The lustful, carnal, fleshy, you know, desires, or lustful desires of the flesh. If we turn to Romans chapter 8, I will read from verse 1. Romans 8, verse 1. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Verse 5. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance to the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Nor can it do so. Verse 8. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Paul writes to the church at Rome and says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who are led by the Spirit or those who continue to be led by the Spirit and not the flesh. There is a part for you and I to play after we have received Christ. And that part is to continue walking in the Spirit, to live our lives led by the Spirit of God. Praise the name of the Lord. He says in verse 2 that because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit that gives life has set us free 
from the law of sin and death. We know what Romans 6.23 says that uh, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of life is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So Christ gave his life that we would, the wrath of sin and the wage of sin would be fully paid through his death because he died sinless. He died a sinless, he was sinless, he didn't have sin. Again, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 5.21 that he who knew no sin came sin for us that we would become the righteousness of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 5 says that those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. Remember, we're talking about release from a carnal mind, released from a mind that is that is led by the flesh, as we have uh, defined the words. So those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. So you want to ask, what are these fleshy desires? What are these desires of the flesh? You know, the flesh, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. What does the flesh desire? I, I, I wish it was interactive so that I get to hear from us. But what does the flesh desire? Take a moment and think through that. Your flesh, leave alone your spirit. That if you have received Christ, that you have the spirit of God in you. What does the flesh desire? Comfort. Eh? Comfort, yeah. What does a flesh desire? You can give it thought. But if we turn to Galatians, Galatians chapter 5, verse 19, it mentions some of those aspects that the flesh desires. It says, Galatians 5, 19, that now the works of the flesh are evident. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me get, okay, verse 19. Huh? NIV. The acts of the flesh are obvious. One, sexual immorality. Two, impurity. Three, debauchery. Four, idolatry. Five, witchcraft. Six, hatred. Seven, discord. Eight, jealousy. Nine, feats of rage. Ten, selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. Every time you get something or you think of getting something, it is for me, myself, and I. Selfish ambition. Dissensions. Eleven, twelve, factions. Thirteen, envy. Fourteen, drunkenness. Drunkenness. Drunkenness, you know. Sometimes you may wonder, you want to ask yourself a question that was Paul writing to the church, in this case, the church at Galatia. And some of these things continue even till today. We have had it many times here when there is a baptism and confirmation service, the priest will stand and say, Please. No alcohol at your parties. 
But you know what happens. Don't we know what happens even when the priest says that? Before we talk about the parties, let's get to our homes. What is in the fridges? What do we have in the fridge? What do we have in the fridges? So drunkenness, orgies, and he said, and the like. He gives a strong warning there that I warn you, the end of verse 21, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. He says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. There are other fleshy desires, or should I say, as Paul writes it here, the acts of the flesh, the works of the flesh, and I came across one, is that you will not have spiritual discernment. No spiritual discernment. Two, you will have no fruit of the Spirit. You will not bear the fruit of the Spirit. Three, you will not have godly contentment. The more you have is the more you will want. And the cycle will continue. You will do whatever it takes to get whatever you want. But next four, addictions. 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 Whether it is internet, pornography, whether it is drugs, substance, addictions. The next one, which has already been covered here, are sexual perversions. These are the works of the flesh. And remember why and how we got here. We're talking about released from a carnal mind. And we say that carnal means unspiritual. Carnal means of the flesh, physical. And we also talked about carnality as a state of exhibiting the works of the flesh. So, it is Proverbs is that 27.3 that talks about as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinks, so is he. So when you have a carnal mind, your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions. Your thoughts matter. And that's why Paul would write and say, that whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are praiseworthy, and so on, and say, think on these things. Philippians 4, verse 8. Think on these things. Because your thoughts is who you are. What happens in your mind is who you are. I serve a life ministry, Uganda, and we have one of our resources is a booklet. Have you discovered a wonderful, have you discovered a wonderful um, spirit-filled life? And we talk of three kinds of persons, and we see how it comes in here. The first person that we talk about in that resource is the natural man, the natural person. The natural person, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, 
and I will read, says the, the natural person, yeah? That this a person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And the person, okay, let me just pause there. That is the natural person. He does not have Christ in him or her. He does not have the spirit, therefore. And he does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, including salvation, yeah? And then Paul writes and says that because spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Praise the name of the Lord. I thank God for last evening's session. The Holy Spirit moved in this place. Amen. 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 And, and this, actually, we're just continuing from right there. The second kind of person is in verse 15, and this is a spiritual person, the spirit-filled Christian. Verse 15 says, The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of Christ so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That is a spiritual person, a spirit-filled person, spirit-filled Christian. You invited Christ in your life and you have allowed, you have let the Spirit of God to lead you. He is on the throne of your life. He is guiding you. Now, to, be, to move from a natural person to a spirit-filled person, you invite Christ into your life by faith. Praise the name of the Lord. It is by faith. Let me go to the last kind of person, and that is still 1 Corinthians chapter 3 now. I'll read verse 1 to 3, and that is the carnal Christian or the self-controlled Christian. Verse three, chapter 3, verse 1. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly. Mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? Paul writes to the church at Corinth and he says that. That since there is quarreling, there are divisions, all this, you know what was happening? Some of the members of the church were saying they were for Apollos, others were for Paul, others were for so and so. He says that, are you not acting like mere men? And we've seen these things. You've seen that uh, like divisions, like quarreling, like jealousy. We have read it already in the Galatians as works of the flesh. So yes, you have received Christ. Yes, you are a child of God, but... 
you are controlling your own life. You have, you have a carnal mind. You have a carnal mind. A carnal lifestyle. You're leading a carnal lifestyle. You are not allowing the Spirit of God to empower you for your daily living. And we saw, Peter, we saw, we had, we saw, you know, as Papa was sharing about Peter, before the resurrection and after the resurrection, and after being filled with the Spirit of God, that contrast. Being with Christ Jesus for three years, but yet denying him three times. So for a carnal Christian to become a spiritual Christian, what they need to do is to allow the Spirit of God to empower their lives, to, to allow the Spirit of God to lead their lives, and that too is done by faith. Praise the name of the Lord. It is by faith. It is by faith. It is by faith. Praise the name of the Lord. Friends, to be released from a carnal mind, that is, if you are a carnal Christian, you have invited Christ in your life, but you're not allowing the Spirit of God to lead your life, to govern, to empower, to control. You have to be filled with the Spirit by faith. Being filled with the Spirit enables us to experience intimacy with God and to enjoy all that He has for us. To enjoy all that is in store for us. All that is in His house for us. Enjoy the gifts that He gives us. To, to, to bear the fruit that He bears through us by His Spirit. Three important questions I want to ask us this afternoon. And I'll give you scriptures that you can read. And I'll summarize them. Question number one is that, are you ready to surrender control of your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord? Lord means master, means owner. We are slaves unto the Lord. Can read Romans 12, 1 to 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies unto the Lord as a living sacrifice. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you'll be able to prove that good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Question number two. Are you ready to confess your sins? Are you ready to confess your sins? First John 1 John 1.9 says that he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Question number three says, do you sincerely desire to be directed and empowered by the Holy Spirit? And speaking to us this afternoon, those of us here physically, those of us who are logging in online, do you sincerely desire? And this, uh, this is a word that has been coming through even yesterday, that there must be a desire. There has to be a longing. John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39, Jesus stands on the last day of the great feast and says, whoever is hungry, 
come and drink of the living water. Friends, God commands us to be filled with the Spirit of God. Ephesians 5.18, he says, Do not be drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit of God. Be filled with the Spirit, be empowered, be controlled, be ruled, be governed, be led by the Spirit of God. That is God's command. But also there's God's promise to us. God promises that he will answer us when we pray to him and especially when we pray according to his will. He says he will answer us when we pray according to his will. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. He says that I am confident that when I pray, he hears me. When I pray according to his will, he answers. He answers. God answers. So this afternoon, even as I get to wind up this sharing, I want to ask us, these three questions again. Are you ready to surrender control of your life to Christ Jesus as Lord? Are you ready to confess your sins? And I want to give us a moment to just bow our heads in prayer. Just bow your head in prayer and reflect on your life. Released from the carnal mind. What works of the flesh have you been exhibiting? How has your walk been? How has your walk been? What areas do you need to put right with the Lord this afternoon? The Lord is here. He knows there's nothing that you can hide from Him. Just continue in prayer as we just sing that song. We want to pray together this afternoon. And if it is your desire to have the Holy Spirit just control and empower your life, just lift up those hands to the Lord and just repeat this prayer after me. 
yourself, dear Father, I need you. I acknowledge that I have sinned against you by directing my own life and living in carnality. I thank you that you have forgiven my sin through Christ's death on the cross for me. I now invite Christ Jesus that you will again take your place on the throne of my life. Fill me with your spirit as you promised me. Fill me with your spirit as you commanded me. And as you promised in your word that you would if I asked in faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen and amen. I want to end with this word that the Lord placed on my heart. It is for us as men. And I request the men in the house, please stand up. Please rise up on your feet. If you're online and you can stand, also stand. The Lord gave me this word for us as men at this fourth men's prayer conference. This day, Thursday, the 17th of August, in the year of our Lord 2023. The word of the Lord came to me. This is from Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 21 to 28. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, what is this proverb that you have in the land of Israel? The days go by and every vision comes to nothing. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am going to put an end to this proverb. And they will no longer quote it in Israel, in Uganda, in all sense. Say to them, the days are near when every vision will be fulfilled. For there will be no more false visions or flattering divinations among the people of Israel, Uganda, all saints. But I, the Lord, will speak what I will, and it shall be fulfilled without delay. For in your days, you rebellious people, he says, for in your days I will fulfill whatever I say, declares the Lord, the sovereign Lord. 26, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, the Israelites are saying, the vision he sees is for many years from now, and he prophesies about the distant future. 28, Therefore, say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say, it will be fulfilled, declares the Lord, the Sovereign Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Reverend Ben. Father.
you are true, consistent, and faithful. You say exactly in Isaiah 55 that as water from the rain comes down and makes a mark on the ground, making it wet and soaking it, so does your word. When the rain comes, the soaking is instant. It does not delay. And so, watch over your word. We pray that you speak to us during this time. Speak to the men so that they may speak to their wives. Speak to the men so that they may speak to their children. Speak to the men so that they may speak to people in the offices that they are in. Speak to the men in our schools that they may speak to our children in the schools. Speak to the men in the military, in the police, in the prisons that they may speak. We pray that they would speak the word of life. That they would speak the word of salvation. For it is not your desire that sinners die, but that they repent and come to receive forgiveness from you. God, who sent your son into the world to seek and to save the lost, that they may have abundant life. Thank you, Father God, for the message from your servant. Give us more and more of your spirit that we may walk in the spirit, that we may walk led and guided by the spirit, that, may, that we may study your word inspired by your spirit, that we may pray helped by your Holy Spirit. This we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.